it's six o'clock welcome everybody it's happy hour open mic here at mutinyradio.fm your guest host tonight put your hands together for jared holly are we ready The short people got no reason to live. You see, they got little hands and got little eyes, and they walk around telling great big lies. Well, I, I don't want no short people. I can't stand those short people. But I guess those short people got a friend in me. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you keeping track, that song was called Randy Newman. All right, I want to say happy Pride to everybody. We're in San Francisco. We're all in here because we're avoiding the pride crowds. What I want to talk to you about tonight is a little bit of a history lesson. I want to tell you something. I know it's Pride Month, but I'd like to celebrate women right now. I want to tell you something that happened about three years ago. There were these women that did something fantastic. They beat out the top 98th percentile of all the men in this United States Army to become the first two women to join the Army Rangers. That was fucking fantastic. And yeah, give it up, give it up. It's okay, we can celebrate all victories. Damn right. Now when this happened, the Army, they were excited about this. The Navy, they were excited about this. The Marines, they were a little uncomfortable. I think I know why. I think they thought their training might change to, all right, some of you have never changed a tampon under fire. So what you gotta do is you gotta hunker down, rip the plastic, set the applicator, push the tab, throw the applicator, push the tab, throw the applicator. But Sergeant, I cannot get down there. It's a goddamn bloodbath. I don't care what you have to say, soldier. Get yourself a mirror and you get back in there. Now for some one-liners, all right. So, two nuns pushing a bar. He converts! That's an inquisition joke. A horse walks up to a philatelist. He looks him hard in the face, licks him, and says, how do you like it? That's a stamp collecting joke. Black man gets pulled over by the cops. Tonight, at 11. All right. (laughs) Next joke. Jesus Christ, I swear I had something. Nope, all right. So, cock goblin, that's where we're going. All right, so not long ago, Supreme Court did something that was a little iffy. 
I don't know if you heard about this, but the Supreme Court ruled on the Colorado cake debate that it was okay for the gentleman in Colorado to say no to the gay wedding cake. Now, I followed this case, I did a little bit of research, and you know, they ruled on the fact that they had interrupted, they had ignored his religious beliefs. And you know what? I can kind of see that there's a lot of anti-religion going on, but for me, I think the debate comes down to uh, what's on the cake? Because if the cake says like, here's to a happy life, Joe and Steve, and you don't make that cake, you're a dick. But if it says something like, here's to a joyous life, a cock goblin, don't go to the religious guy. That's all I'm saying. Really, I only like that joke because I like saying cock goblin. And cock goblin, doesn't he just sound like the worst Spider-Man villain? It's just like hobgoblin, uh, green goblin, cock goblin, just exploding dicks everywhere. All right. I'm going to take that as the end of my time, but I'm going to leave you with one thing. This is going to stick in your mind, I promise you. This is my impression of Mickey Mouse being gang-banged. Uh. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, wait, what are you doing? No. No, get that out of there. No. 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 All right. We're going to start tonight off. We're going to move right the fuck along. Who's ready? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's happy hour, we're going to start with one of my favorite people who's here. We're going to start with Mr. Mark Neuer. Give it up for him. That was a lot of talent to, to follow. They did the tap dancing. He did the one-liners. He wore a suit. I'm wearing avocado all over my shirt. Pam, there's a noise coming from these speakers. There's other people's voices that don't belong to me. No, it's still there. I guess it's going to be there, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have to all enjoy it together. God, God bless. Can we get a God bless? God bless. Lord willing, this will continue. Is that Murad Shaki? It, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's coming from this speaker system, brother man. How much time do I have left? I'm high as shit, Pam Benjamin. I'm high as fuck. Anyone else smoke weed? You smoke weed, New Zealand, right? You smoke some weed? It's a little bit of cannabis every once in a while? Not often. Cool. You smoke some weed. You're a bit so high, you got to take an extra shower. Huh. You ever get so high, you could, like, taste the cotton mouth? <laughs> you ever that high, you could taste your own breath? Shit's fucked up. Shit is fucked up. You got to quit smoking. Gotta drink a little bit of some water. You know what I mean? That H2O, get hydrated. You know what I mean? That shit is ridiculous. Taste your own breath. You gotta go brush your teeth, dog. You gotta go to find the nearest Walgreens to figure it out. Your shit is fucked up. You taste your own breath. That's fucked up. That is a fucked up scent in your mouth. Could you imagine what you could smell if you could taste what you could smell? Or you could smell what you could taste? Shit would be fucked up, dude. That, that, it, dude, if you were another person, you could smell what you're tasting? Bro, you need to get a toothbrush. That's what I'm telling you. You could taste that shit. It's a problem. Would you agree? Were you raised in a fucking barn? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You ever get so high you got to call your little brother 
and apologize for calling him retarded your entire childhood? Is that one also just me? Cool. He's not retarded. He's not. He's, he has a lazy eye, you know? He's like half retarded. Okay. We come from the same nutsack. You act like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not half retarded. Like he has a lazy eye. I have the little dick. Sometimes it just happens like that, you know? Okay. You don't believe me. Is it not real enough? You're right. I have a ginormous fucking dick. It's huge. It's fucking just huge. All right? It's really, really, realistically, it's the size of my forearm. Are you kidding me? Great. <laughs> Finally, the first laugh off of my horn ever. I saw, uh, I saw this, you heard of, you heard of this, the strange addictions, my strange addictions, people have these strange addictions, I had this, this one, this chick was like cleansing herself with her own urine, wow, that's almost, a, that's like almost sexy, you know what I mean, that's like almost, so she like pulled out the little like neti pot and started like cleaning her sinuses out with her own piss, I was like, that's a little too much, you know, there was this dude who was like, I'm addicted to eating pussy, gross, that is disgusting, eating pussy, dude, are you kidding me? Who does that? It's fucking nasty, bro. I'll eat some ass, you know, some normal sex, you know. I'm just trying to normalize eating ass in 2019, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm trying to do. That's it. So, you know, uh, I'm going to get off stage, but your host is amazing, so make it loud for him. How about that? Y'all continue the love from Mark Neuer. Not everybody admits that their strange addiction is white dick. All right. So we're going to move this right on along. I need Mr. John Gallagher. Come on up. Give it up. Make this noise and make it loud. Hello, everybody. I was walking to my home of Oakland, California a couple days. Yeah, it's, yeah you can clap for Oakland. It's a good place to be. I was walking around, and uh, this guy walked past, uh, stops me, like I said, never seen this guy before in my life, and just out of nowhere goes, huh, looks like your skateboarding days are over, and then walks away, and damn, have you ever just, like, heard a burn out of nowhere that just stops you dead in your tracks, just like, oh, God, like, he just gave me, like, it, I, he wasn't just telling me I looked bad, he told me I looked like a bygone era, you know what I mean? Like, fucking brutal, it's like the equivalent of saying to, like, a bay boomer, it's like, high school football's not coming back, Montana! Take it easy, Dust Bowl. <laughs> like, he gave me the millennial version of that. Fucking horrible. And, uh, yeah, it's like, it's good. I'm a balding, heavy-set man. But I'm getting, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing nothing. It's all natural, you know? Just, just don't try, and this is what'll happen. It's like the, it's the real Rip Van Winkle story. You know what I mean? Just watch your body slowly atrophy. Um, yeah, I, uh, I was, uh, <laughs> what the fuck did I want to talk about next? I completely lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so did that. Uh, I was thinking about my old days in Reno, Nevada. That's where I was originally uh, from. And I was thinking about, um, like, uh, one of the th times I was there, I didn't have a job, and I was at the job fair. And if you're unemployed in Reno, Nevada, you are very, uh, you're bad at life. You're not doing well. Um, they'll tell you how bad it was. I'm in line behind these two guys. One of them holds up, like, a job application to the other guy and goes like, <laughs> They want to know about all my felonies, then he has to walk away. And damn, that was the thing. It's like not one felony like that disqualifies him from the job. It's the fact that he has to disclose every single one. You know what I mean? 
Like the fact he's like, well, shit, I'll tell him about my DUI. That just makes me look cool, you know? But if I got to tell him about the time where I smoked crystal meth out of that dead cat's body, I'm never going to work at IHOP, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ, no more pancakes for me. It was good. Pride Month's here, and uh, I think I've never seen more rollerblading in my entire fucking life. I don't know. <laughs> because... Like, it's, I don't know if it's just because of that hack joke about how rollerblade makes you gay, but I've seen, like, a record, like, ten rollerbladers in the last, like, week, and there's nobody more driven and more determined than a shirtless man rollerblading. Holy shit, that is a driven man with purpose. The only person that's happier and more determined than that man is me watching that same man eat shit and fall down. Oh, that is the happiest I'll ever be. I happened to see one of these fine warriors, but he was, he was picking his, his path wrong, though, because he wasn't on the street. This guy decided to really show off his rollerblading moves in the, uh, the Trans Bay tube on the moving BART car. Like, what a fucking asshole, you know? It's like, do it outside, and he's got a boombox, he's rollerblading, he's showing off moves, and then, greatest moment of my life, this guy overcorrects, hits a crutch, falls down, hits his head on a BART armrest. And now you get to see the next best thing to just seeing a man fall down. Now you get to see sad rollerblading. Oh, yes! You get to see a man Charlie Brown rollerblade on a moving bar car to his seat just like... <laughs> Which is much more exciting than regular rollerblading, in my opinion. Good. Hey, uh, do, you think, uh, do you think pirates were the most scared we've ever been of handicapped people? You know? You think there's a... <laughs> I think that's it's probably true, you know? Now you see, like, a person without missing li- with missing limbs. You're like, you're not scared they're going to attack you or steal your gold. You're like, oh, you have diabetes, you know? That's all. That's what you're thinking. Cool. All right, bye. Right, y'all, continue to give it up for John Gallagher. Somebody who's never heard the word, Petraeus. All right. We're going to move right the fuck along. I'm looking for Alyssa Lindquist. Ah, I was wondering when the sister was coming up. Hello, everybody. My name's Alyssa. Damn pleased to meet you. I'm a biologist, so if you sit through my set, I will leave you with a fun animal fact. How does that sound? Ooh. So, I used to be an Uber driver, and one night after driving, I looked over into my passenger side seat and saw a baggie of white powder, and I was like, oh no, someone left drugs in my car. What do I do? So I called my dad, and without missing a beat, he said, bring it over. I got a guy, and hung up. So, I'm driving over to my dad's house, located in the suburbs, having some questions, When I get there, I hand him the bag, he opens it up, licks his pinky, dips it in the bag, rubs it across his gums. This is some good shit. Come back in a couple days. I leave. I've got questions again, wondering whether or not my father might be suburban Scarface, but I forget about it. After a couple days, he did call me back, though. He said, hey, Elisa, come get your cut. I was involved in a drug deal, but I made $300 off that Uber ride. Proud moment. But that is the nicest thing anyone in my family's ever done for me. Uh, Usually we're petty or hateful to each other. Uh, I got yelled at once for not saying hello loud enough. My dad stole candy bars from my grandfather, not because he wanted them, but he didn't want my grandfather to have them. And he was 54 when he did that. 
So I'm legitimately surprised when my family doesn't believe me when I say that my grandma's faking her dementia to get revenge at us because she has all but told me that she's doing this. Let me explain. One time, my aunties were fighting in front of her. She said she didn't know who these women were. They left the room. She looked me dead in the eye, said, I know exactly who they are. They were just getting on my nerves. I was very confused, but I thought it was just a moment of clarity until she did it again. She and my aunties were fighting again. They got kicked out of the room. My grandma like dropped some food on the floor or something like that. They went to go clean it up. She looks over at me. She's like, I make these kids work, don't I? And I was like, Grandma? And she's like, at least I know who you are. I know who everyone is. They just get on my nerves and went right back to the act. It was amazing. And I aspire to be this petty, but the pettiest thing I've ever done is send out an email to my entire company at my old job telling them how they could improve on my last day. And it was inspired. I love this email. It had bold italics and underlines of key phrases like employee retention, happiness, and I would still be here if you had done this. Not expecting to ever hear from these people again. But they still call me, and I guess I just need to burn down the building to get my point across. You guys ready for a weird one? And then you get your animal fact. All right. So. I hate making new white friends, mainly because I have this horrible reoccurring dream. Uh, in this dream, people of color come into power, and the first thing we do is put you all into internment camps. But it's not a complete Caucasian catastrophe. You can get out as long as you have one brown friend who knows your first name and your birthday. Because in my prison system, it's really easy to get out if you have a culturally diverse friend group. But I come off as stupid weird now when I ask people these questions right off the bat. They always look at me like I'm about to ask for their credit card number. But I just don't want them to die in this weird prison system. But if you're going to act weird like this, maybe I should. All right, animal fact. Okay. The digestive tract of snails actually ends at the top of their head. So they're all shitheads. Thank you. That's my set. <laughs> Y'all give it up again for Alyssa. Alisa, keep going. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the time I have to break it to you. Comedy ain't fucking free. So I'm going to pass this around. Whatever you've got, please donate from the bottom of your souls. I needs it. I wants it. This is how we keep this thing going. If you ever want to come back here, just pass that. If you ever want to come back here, the the other option. Money the I'm, I'm about to get there. I got you. Oh, you got the other option. Yeah, I got you. There is one other option. If you're broke because we're comics, what I need you to do is look around. Look at all this pretty shit on the wall. Take a picture. Put it on Instagram. Tag it. Mutiny Radio SF. If you do it and we find you, you're safe. Yeah. All right. Everybody good with that? All right. We going to uh, keep this truck a rolling. I need somebody who's re uh, related to a band, not Van Morrissey. I need Kyle Morrissey on the floor. Who's got it? Give it up. Give it up. Cool. All right. All right. I didn't realize that um, Mickey Mouse 
getting gang bang just sounds like snow white and the seven dwarves <laughs> uh all right open mic comedy hell yeah ever since i started doing uh comedy i'm way lazier than i ever used to be yeah my girlfriend finally sat me down she was crying she's like you've changed you finally got out of that pair of underwear you were wearing for three weeks like <laughs> um let's see it's pride month um I was talking to people about Pride Month. So so two days ago on the 26th was the actual Gay Pride Day. It was the official day. It's also my birthday. So, yeah, yeah. I don't care what you guys have done to support gay people this month. I was born. <laughs> uh, like, literally born um, 28 years ago. So I was probably supporting gay people before it was cool. Um, let's see. I, uh, I, uh, um, it's an interesting time to be doing comedy. Um, for me, I mean, like, I'm I'm pretty broke, so, I, like, on one hand, I was like, L let's just lean into it. Uh, on the other hand, um, my girlfriend's a feminist, so she doesn't want kids, uh, which I was glad to hear, which means I now know that I have exactly, like, five years to get good at this before she changes her mind. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, she's she's just, like, one of the chill feminists. She has, like, the, the shirt. Um but uh, there was one time I, I was working in a startup and I got in trouble because I didn't want to pose in the group photo of everyone wearing the Futurist female shirt. Uh, they call me a sexist. Uh, I just think it's creepy when everyone wears the same t-shirt. Like, that's it. Like, it's really weird. Like, it has nothing to do with, well, it has everything to do with fashion, especially in the tech industry where it was founded on the phrase, think different. It was like, oh, I guess everyone is doing that the exact same way. Uh, <laughs> one lady called me a Nazi. I was like, well, you know, when it comes to fashion, that's kind of a compliment. Like, like who knows? Like, if Hugo Boss designed your shirts, like, maybe Hillary would have won. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, gosh. Let's see. I, uh, you guys notice how, like, the uh, female teachers who have sex with students are always pretty hot? Um, do you think that, like, messes with their expectations when they get older? Like, they grow up and they see a a perfect 10 and there's like damn like i bet that girl knows her multiplication tables <laughs> like i don't know i bet that girl knows knows what nap time is um let's see uh you guys uh ever live in a okay i live in san francisco you guys ever live in a city for so long you just stop believing fire trucks <laughs> like when an emergency service vehicle goes by are you ever just like mm, i doubt it <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> um like like now when i see like an ambulance pull up behind me on the road with it with its sirens on like i don't pull over it's like dude i know what you're doing <laughs> like um God, God, uh, working on all this new shit that i'm blanking on <laughs> um i uh i uh i walked across the golden gate bridge uh for my first time uh recently which was cool uh when i was walking across it this woman from a family approached me uh, and was like, hey, can you take a picture of us? And I was like, yeah, totally. And like the moment she put the phone in my, like the moment she put the phone in my hand, I was like, how funny would it be if I just threw this woman over the side of the bridge? <laughs> uh, anyway, on last note, speaking of Nazis, uh, I could never be a white nationalist because I'm not a huge fan of certain parts of the country. Uh, so maybe at best like white statist. <laughs> Like, if they're like, hey, you coming out to the rally in South Carolina? I'd be like, you guys have In-N-Out? And they're like, no. It's like, no wonder you're fucking Nazis. <laughs> like, like I know um, 
They believe in stuff like white genocide. I don't know if white genocide is real, but I do know that white genocide is a great name for a band. Uh, I wish white genocide was real just so I could see them live. Okay, thank you. Shit, he found out the plan. Nobody tell him white genocide is set in March. (laughs) Speaking of white genocides, we're going to move right along to our next comic. This gentleman is named Rahul Sudharan. All right, give it up. Give it up for that head of hair. It's always going to happen. I got money, which will go in that jar later. <laughs> All right, uh, fucking. Uh, uh, is this um, pride? I guess that's what people are here for. Like, you see all the, the flags around, I guess. That's cool, man. That's cool. I like this. <laughs> Uh, we should probably start off with, uh, do you think it's, um, considered blackface if a white person got enough face tattoos to, uh, get pulled over more by the cops? Hmm? No? Okay, I'm not keeping that. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, pretend you guys are at a, uh, fucking art gallery or some shit. I'm trying this one. Uh, so pretend there's context. Uh, comedy's like an art form, right? It's like at the lowest rung of the fucking totem pole. Like, um, you know, it's like, uh, comedy's the same way a dentist is, like, considered at the doctor cocktail parties, you know? Like, just ignored and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what was that joke anyway? Fucking whatever. Um, uh, but yeah, um... Fuck, I fucked that one. Dentists are like, um, what they should get a lot more respect by calling them what they should be called, which is um, um, mouth gynecologists. You know, they, uh, yeah, they keep your every orifice open uh, for an uncomfortable period of time, and sometimes they stick their dick in there. They're kind of the same, gynecologist and dentist. Fuck, dude. Anyway, uh, that joke went a lot better in my head. I'm on acid, guys. I'm, yeah. I took it about, like, fucking... I wrote down the time I took acid on my fucking notes. It's like two, two eleven. So I'm in whatever hour trip of this shit. Uh, donate to Meet New Radio. Give it up for your host. Yay! <laughs> also came here to watch a movie. Watch a movie. Yes, yeah, stay for the movie. If you stay for the movie, you get treats. Okay. He had a little more time. I'm gonna use it up. You're ready for another fucking song. Oh, beautiful for racist cops, for angered women's pain, for white men talking over us as we try to explain America, America, please stop harassing me please fix these flaws i don't want war but you're fucking testing me that's right riot burn it all fuck trump anyway who's next you took my list (laughs) kelly evans bring it up Looking slicker than Donald Duck. I love it. Slicker than Duck? Okay, that's a duck joke. I don't fucking get it. All right. Uh, let's give it up for open mics, huh? 
Yeah. Performing for ones of people. Fucking, my mom would be proud. Yeah. I did uh, open mic at a strip club recently. Some of you are familiar with it. Sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like it makes sense because strip clubs are just full of, like, desperate men who are lonely and, like, would have to pay for sex. But, like, open mics are full of... You know what? Never mind. Let's move on. Let's move on to some other shit. Uh, I had a friend get fired recently, and uh, I was trying to console her, and I said, hey, you know, I got fired, too, from a job. Uh, I was a manager, and I found out that you cannot sleep with your employees. Yeah, can't do that, evidently. Uh, but if you do, stop at two, because they'll definitely fire you at three. That is, three's the limit. That's a true story. Fuck it, you know? Don't fuck it. No, don't. That's... <laughs> I guess the point of what I'm saying, don't fuck it if you're the man. I mean, I, it was a relationship, okay? It's not like, I wasn't just like hunting out employees. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, like anybody have to listen to, anybody paid attention to politics? Politics, politics, the word politics. Yeah, you like politics, anybody else? No, exactly, it's bullshit, isn't it? I fucking hate politics. I used to work in politics and I quit because I just can't stand the misuse of language. Uh, somebody actually said, uh, we need to handle the specter of homelessness. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, specter, if you don't know, it means a ghost. And, uh, honestly, that piece of shit that I stepped in didn't feel very spooky to me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Is that a poltergeist outside of my window? Nope. That's just Bob masturbating again. I should not leave my blinds open, but I, I do like the attention, you know, like... <laughs> It's nice. Get it where you can is what I say. Get it where you can. <laughs> Fuck. I was uh, having a conversation with uh, a friend the other day. Uh, anybody uh, like to hunt? Anybody hunt here? Yeah, we got one hunter. Oh, that's surprising for San Francisco. This guy likes guns. Get him! No, I'm just... <laughs> 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 it was a trap, and you fell into it. They actually say... They say that man is the most dangerous game. Uh, really? I mean, it feels like man is the safest game. Like, you want to go hunt a tiger that can maul you to death? Like, I feel, I'll take Steve from accounting any day of the week, you know? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You chase him with a spear, and then he trips and tears his meniscus, like some Steve-like injury, you know? Seriously, I'm fucking coming for you, Steve! There's no fucking HR in the jungle, bitch. All right, that's something I'm fucking around with. I should use, I feel like I should use the mic stand with that, but I don't want to hurt anybody. Is that... Possibility. I'm like looking at you, Max Eddie. I'll probably accidentally. What if I spear Max Eddie to death? Would that really feel like it'd be a loss for everybody, right? Would we all just pretend like it didn't happen? Could we do that? Is that? Yeah, I would tell you're all on my side, right? Fantastic. We're good. Who's for it? <laughs> she doesn't have that shit. <laughs> She's like, there are two used napkins in the bathroom to use as paper towels. There is no liability insurance here. Are you serious? <laughs> Fuck, man. There is barely walls, you know? Like, the paintings are terrifying, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I feel like something that frustrates me is like, okay, so, like, our generation is supposed to be really sex positive and, like, really freaky or whatever. We have Tinder and Grinder and, like, the farmer's market. Uh, but, like, I just sometimes I'm so apathetic that I just give up halfway through masturbating, you know, nobody else, like, right, you're just, a, it just seems like a lot of effort, and then I gotta clean up all the baby oil, and it's just, oh, God, I, like, I can smell baby oil from the next apartment over, like, I saw my uh, neighbor, and I was like, hey, Steve, what's up, man, uh, I know what you're up to over there, uh, we have a baby, what, <laughs> yeah, I guess you can use it for that, too, seems like a bit of a waste, though, you know, 
Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm just fucking around. So uh, I think that's my time. Thank you very much. I'm Kelly Evans. Keep it going. Keep it going for Kelly Evans, y'all. Are you enjoying yourselves? Do you enjoy this space? Good. Because the next comic I have to bring to you is the reason we're all fucking here. Give it up. That means clap. Give it up, keep it loud for Miss Pam Benjamin. Keep it going for Jared Hawley. All right, and all you guys being here, I'm timing myself. I'm so glad that Kelly Evans was being so political. I think it's so important in these presidential rapey times. I feel like I should change my thing from fuck Trump to Trump fucks. Like, he clearly fucks, man. Does everybody know that our president was accused of rape? This week, yeah. Oh, everyone's like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's cool. Like, whatever. Doesn't, what, cool. We just, everyone. You know what I learned in 2016 with the presidential election is that only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. (laughs) 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 Poor Hillary didn't stand a chance. We didn't know when, where women aren't people. Yay. No, cool. Feminist in a, I know, I'm such a heavy-handed feminist, but I'm so scared right now. I don't know if you're worried about your reproductive rights and whatever, and like, I still have a uterus that works. That's scary. (laughs) I love drinking. Who else loves drinking? Yeah, and I'm 40, almost 45, and I've chosen drinking over children. Of course, I was married. I could have had a kid, but I'm a responsible adult, and I love drinking. Yay, me. But my uterus still works. Boo. So, like, I'm so scared, right? But with this new thing, like, you, America, you don't want me to have a baby. Like, I'm the poster child for, like, please abort the baby. You know, if you, if you make me have a baby, I'm going to have to get some new tools so I can drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk uh, so the baby can breathe in the car while we're hanging out at the bar. <laughs> Right? I am the nanny. Like, people pay me to take care of their children. What am I gonna, oh, I have a baby now? The trunk is very safe. No, who's, right? Who's gonna, it's safe, it's soft, right? No, that's what I'm saying, you don't want me to have a baby. If you make me have a baby, America, it's gonna be like six, and it's still gonna have to wear one of those leashes because it's trying to run into traffic. It's like, my mommy didn't want me. She wanted another 40. I don't drink 40s, come on, I've got class. When this baby's like, um, it's finally, it's like eight years old and it's first grade and I'm in this parent-teacher conference for first grade for like the fourth time or whatever. And uh, the teacher's like, uh, Miss Benjamin, uh, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I didn't want the kid. And it finally turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine and I am like, who is your dealer? <laughs> like, I can take you to Burning Man. We can get to know each other. It's gonna be so fun. And then it turns 15, and it starts doing cocaine, and I learn like the most important thing, uh, which is if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. From the mouths of babes! Genius! And then at 17, right, it finally dies of some crazy like speedball heroin cocaine overdose to the vein, and I'm like 17 years. 17 years. That's the latest late-term abortion I could ever have. 
That's a 17-year late-term abortion. I didn't want the kid! It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> Spending your dime, you dummies. That's the whole thing about abortions, is they just want disenfranchised, uneducated people to continue having babies so that they have fodder for their war machine. Ha ha ha! Feminism is real, everybody. Okay. <laughs> knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thank you. I, I'm, I'm sorry for my heavy-handed feminism, but I feel like now's the time. And, you know, I can't just tell dick jokes all the time, right? Like, you gotta, like, can't be all dick-in-my-mouth jokes. All right, thank you guys so much. Yay for your host, Jared Hawley. Yay! Look, exactly Y'all, keep it going for Pam Benjamin, y'all. She might not be a good mom, but she's a better mayor than Libby Schaff and London Breed put together. All right. Wait, I had a thing. Oh, God. Pretend like this never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm still on stage. So, who's feeling good tonight? All right, get hype. Get some energy. Because our next comic is Michael, Russian last name. All right. <laughs> Let's keep it going for the coast. Russian last name, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, have fun, uh, Eddie. It's, it's amazing, yeah, uh, it's fun. How, how are you doing over there? It feels comfortable? Uh, I like, uh, I'm, you, know, you guys know I'm old, right? And I like getting older because I get less picky about the girls. Uh, my uh, age goes up, my bar goes down, and there's more and more girls I can I potentially like, right? Uh, it's like when I was 17, a 25-year-old girl felt like a grandma. I was like, you, she's so adult. But when, I, when I'm 60, I get a match on Tinder. I won't even look at a picture. I'll be like, meet you in Starbucks. I don't care if you're a bot, just bring the lube. Uh, recently, I have a date. And can you imagine a girl put Vi Viagra into my drink? Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, so... And we had to drive to my place, <laughs> and I was driving, and because I was using steering wheel a lot, <laughs> I came right in the car before we got to my place, uh, so it was a failure, I guess. Uh, I, was, I was walking here, and I accidentally made eye contact with the girl, and during the guy contact, the girl farted, and she heard it too. I didn't know what to say because maybe Americans flirt this way or Canadians, I don't know who that girl was. Uh, and I said, I'm, I'm excited to meet you too. She just got embarrassed and she walked away. And because she was cute and also I thought that was meaningful, I wanted to find her later. So I posted on Craigslist misconnections. A beautiful, a gorgeous woman on Market Street who farted, please reach out. And it was a, a success because 30 women reached out, <laughs> including Pam Benjamin. <laughs> she actually texted me twice. <laughs> um, what I was going to say, yeah, uh, I texted my coworker recently. Uh, hey, do you want to get a drink? But it got autocorrected to, do you want to get a shrink? Now we are best therapy buddies. That's amazing. Uh, so one day he was late to the therapy, and I texted him, hey, f how far are you? got autocorrected to how fat are you? And uh, I had to save the situation, so I texted, it's not me, it's just my phone that doesn't trust your pictures. 
Uh, I think Eddie is done. Eddie, how how how, do you, how are you feeling over there? I have one minute. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to back away, and we're going to kick this sucker closed, avoiding noxious fumes. All right. I'm going to move right the fnuck along. I'm looking for Morahad Shwaki. Morahad Shwaki, brother. It's no sweat, man. Uh, my name actually in Arabic means uh, wished for, which I think is pretty lame, especially considering that my dad's name is Hashem, and that means destroyer of evil, uh, which is way fucking cooler. Anyway, I, uh, my girlfriend dumped me recently. Yeah, yeah. She said I wasn't manly enough for her, uh, which was really rude because I hadn't even finished eating my ice cream cone yet. Uh, <laughs> caught me at a vulnerable moment. Uh, actually, like, uh, I, I feel like a lot of people just feel like I'm so non-threatening that they can uh, just kind of do whatever to me because they know there will be no consequences. Like, uh, I am flipped off by children constantly. <laughs> that just happens all the time. They see me. Uh, they don't see an elder. Uh, they see an equal. <laughs> and they want to weigh in on what they think of me. They want to practice uh, what it's like to hurt a person. Uh, so they always do the same thing. They see me. They look both ways, make sure the coast is clear. Then they just fire from the hip. <laughs> it always comes from the hip. I think kids just see me, and they're like, you know, I'm not quite sure what a bitch is, but this is definitely one of them. <laughs> I can get away with this. I think part of it's because I look like a, a member of like the Neverland Diversity Program. <laughs> One time, uh, this uh, Indian girl, like, uh, just across, like, I'm in my backyard. I can, she's like my neighbor, diagonal from me. Uh, her family goes in, and she's just been looking at me the whole time. And then when her fi family's finally inside, she just, bam, uh, knocks one of them out. And I couldn't really say anything back because I hadn't finished my ice cream cone yet. <laughs> I just couldn't. <laughs> Uh, a coworker, uh, when I had an income and a job, uh, invited me to go to a death metal festival with him called Death Fest. And uh, no Blaine, <laughs> I don't want to go to Death Fest with you, mainly because I have a strict policy of not attending festivals that sound like fun concentration camps. <laughs> like I'm not going to Dead Cella. Murder Town, Gore Pit, not going to go to any of them. But I checked the lineup because I was curious. I actually do like metal. And you see all these typical band names like I Hate God and Cannibal Corpse and Dying Fetus. Yeah, yeah, no, I know all these bands. But then you go down the list and you see a band called Pessimist. <laughs> it's like there is a band on here called Violation Wound. <laughs> You're not pulling your weight, pessimist. You have violation wound, and then I think it's going to rain today. <laughs> Guys, I figured out how to solve, uh, how to create peace in the Middle East. I, f I think I've, I've cracked the code. Uh, I should say I'm Egyptian, so I'm not, you know, I have some expertise on the subject. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Jack. <laughs> uh, but uh, here's the thing. Uh, you, in the Middle East, if you're not married, you live with your parents. My uncle is 45. He's not married. He does not know a life not living with his mother. Now, picture millions of these men. 
if I had to spend the rest of my life watching Seinfeld bloopers with my dad, I'd probably strap explosives to my chest. I think I would just probably do that. No shitty terrorism joke. Okay, moving on. I think the way we create peace is uh, by just creating these mass bachelor pad villages and dropping weird kinky woke white girls into them. And then, yeah, okay. (laughs) Done with that bit. Okay. I had a person uh, come up to me recently and say, because of my very kind, very non-toxically masculine face, that she just assumed I was genderless. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that's what I was going for. My pronouns are actually what and are you? I don't know what I have to do to prove I'm manly. What? Get in a craft beer, wear a flannel, stop eating this ice cream cone? I don't know what I got to (laughs) do. Oh, what's the last part of that one? Also, kind face, why are we boxing in genderless people? It's 2019. They can be scary motherfuckers if they want to. Uh, I think I'm just a prototype for the future of humanity. Like, in the future, we're all going to be raceless, ageless, apparently genderless. Uh, the future is 5-7, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. My name is Ron Chuck. Y'all continue to give it up. I'm not going to butcher his name again. Motherfucker oh looks like Sammy Davis Jr.'s son when he was Jewish. All right. <laughs> We're going to keep going. I'm looking for Cody Abe. Still sharp, still, motherfucker. I'm a Okay. All right. Uh, that's like the first time that someone's gotten that correct off the rip. Like I didn't have to tell them anything. Cause so congrats. An- oh, anime. I don't trust people who like anime that aren't <laughs> Japanese, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anime just for most people, I think. Maybe not for Probably for him. Is an excuse to just watch underage girls do things, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm from Hawaii. Let's let's start it off with that. I'm from Hawaii. Uh, anybody been to Hawaii before? It's a great place. Uh, I don't really like being from there, and I said that on stage once. Somebody gave me shit for it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't like. Uh, you're gonna say that I should like it because every day I have to experience people experience Hawaii for the first time, and I can never fucking do that. Are you, you okay? F- fine, dude. Okay, because. Like, people who visit Hawaii, like, I, I grew up in paradise, but that doesn't mean I get to experience it, right? I, I'm pretty much, like, growing up in Hawaii, you're like the, the paradise's cuckold. <laughs> Think about it. Like, you visit, or like, you living there, right? And it's all fine until people come there, screw it up, and it's just not as tight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, so, uh, so, uh, let's move on. I grew up without a father. Uh, people like to say, like, people like to give me, uh, like, their condolences. I'm like, dude, it wasn't that bad. They'd be like, are you sure, dude? Who taught you how to shave? I'd be like, dude, I'm Asian. They'd be like, dude, who taught you how to drive a car? I'd be like, dude, I'm Asian. (laughs) Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift is my favorite fucking movie. All right, I'm gonna be fucking racing for pinks at the age of 13, and you're out there uh, doing non—I don't know. Jesus Christ, dude! Stop being so racist. No, and then they're like, "Dude, who? Uh, at least you didn't have a dad to beat you, right?" I say, "Dude, I'm Asian. My mom did it. She was actually a nurse too. 
which means that she could cover the bruises. And uh, let me tell you, she did a pretty good job because my, my face isn't that fucked up, right? No. Uh, it probably is. I don't know. Is it? You guys think it is? No, I don't know. What else did I have? Uh, oh, right. Uh, <laughs> my dad, <laughs> when my dad died, I kind of wanted to die. It was, I was, I went into kind of a pretty deep depression. I thought about, <laughs> depression's not a joke, Pam. Okay? Fucking laying all, laying fucking my heart out on, on Mutiny Radio and you fucking, <laughs> fucking after I say depression, what the fuck? Come on. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking about the way that I would want to go out. And it'd probably be swiftly in a blaze of glory surrounded by everyone that loves me. And like my fucking ancestors in Hiroshima. That's, ooh, God, I can say that because my grandfather fought in the war. Fucking Jack Ferguson. God, of course he would. Cl he fought in the war. He was, uh, he was actually a spy for the Japanese. Uh, when he came to America, he actually stayed here because of my grandmother. Yep, she had that treason pussy. She had that, I don't care if I'm getting honeypotted pussy. She had that dishonor your family pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he fucking dishonored his family and created a new one. And that's how I'm here fucking today. Thank you, everybody. Y'all keep it going for Cody Abe. You know, speaking of Asian and cultural appropriation, anybody ever see the show Kung Fu? It's a dope show, only if you remember that every scene David Carradine's in, he's supposed to be Bruce Lee. And if you feel bad about watching David Carradine abuse Asians, just remember, he died masturbating in a Batman costume. Okay! Yeah. Speaking of masturbating in a Batman costume, we're gonna bring up our next comic, Mr. Jack Ferguson! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, what's going on, guys? Uh, you guys know how when you take out a piece of gum, everybody feels entitled to a piece? Like they all want one? I have a solution for that. You just give them a piece of nicotine gum. <laughs> Watch as they pass out from the head rush. It's like, oh, what? You wanted a free piece of gum? Have fun buying an $11 pack every week now until you die. Because <laughs> you're addicted. It doesn't hit immediately either. Hit nicotine come, it takes like five minutes to hit, so they're just sort of like chewing happily, wondering why I'm watching them like this. Like, oh man, thanks for the gum. Well, I'm getting a little bit lightheaded, and then they just collapse, and no one ever asks you for anything ever again. Uh, it's, uh, it's the political season. I feel like uh, I would vote for any president that just tells me what's going on in Area 51. Like, I care about a lot of issues, but I care about that issue so much more than all the other issues. It, like, like a lot of people are like, oh, there's nothing going on there. It's just weather balloons and shit. It's like, well, why do they have to hide it from us then? You know? We know what we're... All right, all right, all right. Uh, you know, there's a guy... My favorite week of, like, the entire year is uh, is Shark Week because there's a show with this guy who every year tries to find Megalodon. Megalodon is a giant extinct shark that uh, this guy apparently believes exists and all he does is just spread chum in the water for like a week every year and hope that Megalodon just comes up to the surface, 
to eat the chum. It's like, dude, you've been doing this for 11 years. I don't think we've, you know, if we haven't found him the last 11 times, I don't think he's coming. Uh, and a lot of people think that guy's an idiot. I think he's a genius. Because if you think about it, his entire job, all he has to do is pretend that a dinosaur exists for a week of the year, and then the rest of the year he's set. Cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I ever have a son who has Tourette's, uh, I'm going to raise him with Japanese as his first language. That way, for all of his tics, people won't know what he's saying. They'll just think he's sneezing. <laughs> All right, that was racist. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Cody. Uh, when I was in fifth grade, I uh, my entire class, we went to uh, spend two days on a boat doing sailor jobs. Uh, it was for school, not just for fun, or at least that's what my teacher, Mr. Hook, told us. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of people ask, like, what would you learn? What did you learn out there on the seas? What could you possibly learn that would be relevant to everyday life? And I'll tell you what I learned. I learned how to fucking survive in international waters, the most dangerous place on Earth, okay? First thing we had to do was send a kid to the crow's nest. They let us choose the kid, Lord of the Flies style. Somebody volunteered, his name was Jason. He had mental disabilities. So we tied him up, started raising him to the crow's nest. And if you'd walked by the pier on that day, you would have seen a bunch of fifth graders lynching a retarded kid on a boat. Thanks. Y'all give it up for Jack Ferguson. Say, international waters is the most dangerous place in the world. He's never been black or a woman in Alabama. There is nothing scarier than a truck in your rear view. Except a cow. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep this rolling right along. I want you to give it up big for Mr. Max Eddie. So much. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I, oh, I just recently found out my friend has a birthday a day apart from me, which is kind of fun. Have you ever had that happen? It's kind of cute. You know, just like, uh, my friend was like, oh, uh, my birthday is January 20th. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm January 19th. Fucking go Capricorns. And he was like, oh, I'm actually in Aquarius. It's the first day of Aquarius. And I said, you go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> no, I didn't. Actually, I don't believe in astrology. And honestly, I don't mind it. It's, it's fun for the people who believe in it. It's cool. Just do your thing. Your signs and shit, it's cool. And it's, it's like, you get to be like a... Dungeons and Dragons character or something like oh I'm twins I don't know um, but uh, what I don't like is when I hear someone say something that stipulates what I have to do because of an astrological sign like for instance I was on Tinder and I saw this girl in her bio it just said never argue with a Taurus <laughs> and I was like I I messaged her I messaged her I was like what if a Taurus is wrong like should you argue with the Taurus then. And she was like, well, actually, you know, that's kind of the whole point is we're really hard-headed. We're not really going to change our views, and we're just going to bull on ahead, you know? And uh, I messaged her back, uh, Hitler was a Taurus, so <laughs> you're spot on. Uh, like, 100%, that definitely happened. Uh, first they came for the Geminis, and I said nothing. And <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's dumb. Um, that's good, man. Oh, uh, I, s I went to the movies the other day. I saw Toy Story 4. Fuck yeah. Alone? Huh. 
Um, I was actually, I was going to go with someone, but my mom's cribbage game went long. And um, it was, so I just went by myself. I realized going to a children's movie alone requires more lies than a kid trying to get into, a, into an R-rated movie. You, get, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I snuck into R-rated movies as a kid, and you only got to tell one lie. Okay, like I, I go in like, oh, I'm 18, or like, ah, oh, my grandma's in there, we're watching Saw. And um, anyone else watch Saw with their grandma? Never mind, okay, that's, it's, a, it's a very not grandma-friendly movie. Um, you know what, that joke is not that funny. But when I was at the movies, I, <laughs> so my movie theater does this thing where on the employees' name badges, it says their name and their favorite movie underneath, uh, which is super cute. But the lady that was working the concessions for me all her name badge said was Janice, Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was like, I don't want to know that at all. Like, I don't, she's like 70 years old, she's gross. And I'm like, what, is there a fucking dungeon behind the popcorn machine? Because I don't, that makes me uncomfortable. Okay, what's she doing with Twizzlers? I don't know. Um, that's, they're going up her um, vagina or something. That's, I don't know. <laughs> that's dumb. Uh, what else do I want to do? Oh, this is this is this is bad. Um, I go to the gym. I have a really nice gym. Really nice showers. It's not the shared shower. It's a single situation, and I started jacking off in the showers. And that's not a good thing. You shouldn't do it because every time you go, you're just like, oh, I could um, better myself, or I could have the best feeling anyone can ever have for six seconds. And thank you. Uh, that's the sound I make. Um, <laughs> But um, <laughs> they, have, they also have free body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. I'm not going to tell you guys which one's the best lube, but my dick hair has no split ends. So <laughs> it's never going to work ever, uh, anywhere. Uh, that's really just gross. This is a, a go-through-everything situation right now. Um, oh, this is my last thing. I, uh, um, I had a, a dad. Uh, still going. And he, I had a cool dad, but like in the ways that make him a bad dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, he, when I was growing up, he didn't call beer beer. He called beer road sodas, <laughs> which is a cool name. Objectively, that's a cool-ass name for a beer. But it does imply that he's drinking and driving all the time. So it's like, but I thought, I didn't know drinking and driving was bad growing up because he called it road soda. I was just like, oh, dad's got his road soda. I got my Sierra Mist. He's got his PBR. Like, yeah, we're fucking clinking glasses and shit. Um, and you're right, that's just sad right now. Bye, guys. Thank you. Y'all keep it going for Max Eddie. Looking like what it looks like if you look up ginger in the dictionary. Hey, no, I understand uh, when it comes to jacking off in a private area. I just got in trouble with HR at my job because someone thought I was waxing the purple helmet in my, the stall next to them. Thought I was tap dancing. Turns out I've just got really bad skin. I was scratching and I have low self-esteem. So I'm like, oh, you dirty bitch. Take that shit. Take it. All right. Next comic. All right. I'm looking for Mr. Will Rothman. Are you here? Three, two, fuck you. Moving on. All right. Do up my coming down. Thank you. How you doing? Hey, hey, doesn't he have a lovely voice? Did you hear that? My God, I was trying to sing in my car and I recorded it and I thought I should never do that again. And I, but you got a really good, oh, that's pretty good. Anyways, guys, uh, hey, I, I figured it out, guys. I, I know why we have pubic hair. So that when we're naked and we're eating a cookie, the crumbs won't hit the floor. <laughs> How'd you figure that out? Nobody was home. <laughs> I had nothing else to do. 
Some women, all right, women, some women have a landing strip down there. Uh, I don't have that. I got two eyebrows. Angry eyebrows. <laughs> okay. You guys don't like, hey, I don't know about you guys, but uh, at night my uh, testicles roam my body in search of satisfaction. I wake up and I see it down by my foot, and I'm like, what are you doing down there? Get up. Get back up. Okay. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Pretty bad. <laughs> I'm doing all right, I guess. Oh, man. Um, I, I had a girlfriend once, and we told each other that we were going to have, uh, we we're going to grow old together with each other, and then we uh, both uh, had sex in the bathtub until both of our skin wrinkled up and said, promise kept, we're out of here. We had a mirror over our bed once, you know, that was pretty cool. And it beat having sex in the back seat while looking in a rearview mirror all the time. That's what happened. Do you guys like dancing? Yeah, dancing's pretty cool. I'm not a big fan of dancing, though. I don't like dancing. It doesn't. I like to dry hump with my clothes on while standing up, though. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I, I got any more things for you guys. Um, that was kind of a surprise. I didn't realize I was going to go up because whoever was before me uh, didn't go up. So I didn't get a chance to, you know, uh, smoke the crack in my pocket. So yeah, you like my jacket? It matches the paper bag I drink out of. Hey, what's up with World War? What's up with World War II losers and making excellent cars? How come all the great cars come from loser countries that lost the war? I don't know. Hey, you guys see this neck vein I have right here? I wanna, I wanna draw blood from a tube and then take the other end and stick it in my mouth, <laughs> and it's just drink directly from the well that feeds me. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> that was dumb, wasn't it? <laughs> Some of you guys don't like that, but that was dumb. That was so stupid. Should, you know, you know I, I failed today. You guys ever failed? Like the first thing you did when you wake up was fail? Oh, man, I said, no more drinking, and I woke up, and that's the first thing I did, <laughs> and I failed. And I said, no more smoking, and that's the second thing I did. Good thing I didn't say no more eating, because that's the third thing I did, and I didn't do very well. But anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Give it up for Dwight Mai. All right. I want to ask you guys, would you like another song? All right, we're doing it. We're drinking, drinking, drinking till we're getting stinking. Drinking, drinking, drinking mezcal. If tequila hits the spots and you really like your scotch, 
Here's my endorsement for you, pal. Get a glass and a rocks, pour a splash and the shots. Soon you'll be drinking my scow. With your friends shooting shit, you'll find it. It's a tits. You should be drinking mezcal. Ha! Mezcal. Mezcal. All right. We're gonna get, keep that feeling, keep that feeling going. Keep it going for your next comic. He's coming up, his name is Jonathan Galino. Galino. Galino, oh no, he ain't fucking here. We're gonna move right the fuck along. I'm looking for Elizabeth Stanton. Oh, oh, she's coming. Flower child. Yeah, thank you so much. Hey guys, I'm here all the way from Vancouver, Canada. Yeah, awesome to be here. I gotta tell you, I had this lady, she was talking about uh, being a feminist, and I, I gotta tell you, as a girl, I feel like the feminists are kind of ruining it for us regular girls. I'm like, they are terrifying all the guys. I feel like I have to comfort every single guy that I meet. I'm like, it's okay, don't worry. I'm not gonna bite your head off. Unless you drive over a bump too fast. Honestly, I feel like a little bit threatened by all the lesbians. I'm like, you know, I feel like they'll just as soon smash you in the face after asking you to sit on theirs. It's, uh, to be fair, though, I really do wish that I could be a lesbian. I would, but I can't because I fucking hate sushi. Uh, honestly, I'm like, the gay pride parade is going on right now, and I think that's fantastic. I am so sick and tired of all these homophobes sitting there going, mm, I don't get why these gays get to have a parade. Straight people don't. And I'm like, these are all the ugliest fucking guys who aren't getting laid. So you know what? Let them have a parade, but we need to call it what it actually is. National Incel Awareness Day. <laughs> hey, look, it's weird, these guys calling themselves incels, isn't it? For, like, involuntarily celibate. If you were half-decent guys, you wouldn't have a problem getting laid. I think that they're meant to be incels. Jail cells. Where at least someone would fuck them. <laughs> oh, I, uh... <laughs> I feel like I have the worst luck of guys. I'm like Miss Pac-Man because all the guys that chase me ghost me. My last boyfriend just came out of the closet. I let him out on good behavior. He told me that he thought that he was gay, and I was really surprised. I said, oh, my God, I wouldn't have pegged you for that. He said, yeah, well, maybe if you would have, I wouldn't want to get fucked by guys. My friend Clinton, he just went camping, and I asked him, if a bear shits in the woods, do you still hear it? And he said, of course I do. It's on my chest. I... I really do feel like I, I am just giving up on dating. I'm like, I, I won't date Jewish guys despite the fact that I am because I find that they're all intimidated by me. They don't like that I'm funnier than they are. They can't handle that I make fun of their shticks. Yeah. 
I've heard that Bernie Sanders is running to be president again, and I am pretty excited, aren't you guys? Because I think that's exactly what America needs, is a Jew controlling the budget. Oi, America, elect me. I'll treat your money just like my piggy bank. It's a pig, so I won't go near it. He will let you bring home the bacon and rest assured that he won't touch it. Because I personally, I think that Trump is worse than Hitler because he's ginger, so he's doubly soulless. All right, guys, I think that's all the time I have for you. All right, thank you so much. Y'all keep it going for Elizabeth Stanton. You're right. Trump is worse than Hitler. At least Hitler knew how to do his hair. So we're gonna keep we're gonna keep this one going. I'm looking for Mr. Wrong Zhao. Wrong one. Okay, he ain't here. I'm looking for Casey Koenig. Casey Koenig coming up. Thank you, Mr. Beanie. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, this beanie's on because some crazy dude earlier this week, I, ha I, I grew up my hair, basically. It's really long right now. And this crazy dude, I don't know if he was crazy. He's probably just observant. He looked at me and was just like, he just goes, hey, Jerry Seinfeld looking motherfucker. <laughs> and so now I have a beanie. <laughs> I swear to God that happened. I swear to fucking God. In the sunset, too. Just like, what, what are you doing out here? This is going to record this. Um, all right. So uh, happy Pride, huh? Pride, yeah, weekend. It's going to be a good time. I, I think so. My, uh, my roommates are gay, and they are in the best fucking mood. I swear to God. They're like, they're doing, like, the house is clean. They're doing dishes. It's amazing. They actually bought kazoos, like, in, like, different colors. It was, I was just like, you know, I, I could probably pull a lot of shit on them this week. Like, I could be like, yeah, I don't know if I can, I can uh, make rent this week. And they'd be, they'd probably be fine with it, I swear. I, uh, I don't know if I have anything really funny to add about my roommates other than the fact that they're gay. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, which is great, and I'm happy. Uh, I haven't had too many gay experiences, personally. Um, there have been a couple times where like, I, I was almost peer pressured into being gay, just out of loneliness. I don't know if that's ever happened to <laughs> anybody else before. I went to, uh, I went to community college, and uh, I had to commute, obviously, and I, I was kind of younger than everybody else, and I didn't have any friends. And so like, uh, I was kind of hard up, and. Uh, I, uh, I met this guy in art class, and he goes, uh, Casey, you're, you're a cool dude. And I'm like, oh, man, thank you, finally. <laughs> and he was like, you want to come to a party la later tonight? And I'm just like, yeah, a party. That's, that's all me right there, man. And so we, I <laughs> later that night, I drive over to his place. It's an apartment. I knock on the door. He opens it, and there's nobody inside. <laughs> I swear to God, this has happened to me. And... I'm just like, so where's the party? He's, just like, he's like, it's right here. And <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. What, what are we going to do? And he goes, uh, well, I was thinking maybe we'd watch a movie. And I was like, oh, what, like what? Like uh, maybe like 300, some kind of movie like that, like an action movie? And he's just like, no, I was thinking more like Under the Tuscan Sun. <laughs> and I didn't know what it was, so I was just kind of going with it. I was like, yeah, OK, we can watch this together. <laughs> Why not? Just two bros hanging out, <laughs> watching a romantic comedy. 
And then it hit me. I was just like, oh, man, this is, this is, uh, like, he, I was, oh, yeah, I forgot about this part. He had a, he had a studio. So, like, we, I walk in, and there's nowhere to sit. And so he's just like, what? He, he sits on his bed, and he just goes, take a seat. <laughs> and I go, like, okay. And, like, my senses are going up and up and up. And, and then he put his hand on my knee, right? <laughs> And then I was like, this isn't an action movie. He goes, this is an action movie. So fucking, I, I swear to God, like that was such a great line. I, I, I should have let him fuck me. I really should have. I really should have. I regret it. All right, that's my time. Thank you so much, everybody. Y'all keep it going for Casey Coney. I don't know if you should have let him fuck you, but you definitely should have jiggled his balls. All right. So I want to double check before we start to move on. Is Brian Crow even fucking here? Nope. Didn't think so. Okay. All right. Guess what? We've gotten to the point that everyone's waiting on. We're up to the people who showed up here. All right. So our first comic who showed up to sign up is going to be Crystal Nelson coming down. Give it up, keep it going loud. Thank you. Hey, what's up, guys? <clears throat> so, the thing about watching porn for 10 hours straight is, um, you guys, you've done it before? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Usually you're sober, right? JK, you're not sober. That's silly. If you are, you sh- they have groups for that. Um, talk to me after, after the meeting, I almost said. <laughs> it's kind of like a meeting, right? Anyway, um, yeah, so I did that once. I did that uh, sort of recently. I watched porn for 10 hours straight, not sober. Um, I learned a lot about myself in that time. Uh, If you ever need to learn about yourself, I highly recommend it. I learned, for instance, that it takes me about three to four hours to figure out what I want to (laughs) watch. Digging through the archives, you know. I know people like Pornhub, I like XXNX. You guys get it. Uh, so you dig in through the archives, you're like, okay, what is the genre of porn I want to watch? And I finally get into that. Once I decide on that, I have to figure out the kind of people I want to watch, right? Like, you know, like um, like probably that, maybe, yeah, we could go there. I don't know, that this one, hmm. <laughs> we'll see. <coughs> I might need more drugs for this one, but. Not off the table, you know. Uh, I get picky, you know. I get picky, and I'm looking at the actors thinking like, oh, God, he's awful. Uh, You know, her tits are too big. She doesn't look like a 12-year-old Taiwanese boy, you know. Like, uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, fucking, uh, that's not a believable brother and sister. (laughs) Those are the kind of porns I watch. Can you see my blush? Anyway, we're getting close here, okay? Uh, but after I figure that out, now I got the people, I got the genre, like I'm getting into it, right? So then you get down to business. You're like, yeah, fucking let's do this, you know? Vigorously jerking off, because that's drugs, right? Um, I have to do it like this on the mic, because the female version just doesn't, you know, it doesn't hit as hard, right? Uh, so anyway, get cozy. Uh, so I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, this is so good. Like, I'm going to fucking, oh, I'm almost there, I'm almost there. You're almost there for like three hours, you don't... You never come, right? So you finally give up. You're like not going to be done with it. You're just like, fine. (laughs) I'm never going to come. It's cool. But I'll still watch because, you know, I'm high. It's fine. (laughs) So then you slow it down, you know, like kind of stroke it a little differently. Sort of just hold it there, you know, (laughs) pet it, right? (laughs) Maybe you send a text message. (laughs) 
you know, Postmates, some like Jack in the Box for later. You're gonna be hungry. Uh, and then I realize at that point, I'm sitting there just, you know, checking it out. And then I start to get real nitpicky, like as if I wasn't before. But now I realized, oh, I know what I want to be when I grow up. And I'll explain that. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's when I realized um, that I started noticing certain things about the porn, I was sitting there just like, really, those fucking curtains? <laughs> you guys, pink really isn't his color, is it? I mean, honestly, where are we? The laundry room? Like, <laughs> location, location, location. Fucking. All right, man. And then I realized I want to become a porn director. I was so excited. It's like coked out business plan. That's the drug I was on. Now we know. And uh, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, dude, this is going to be great. I'm going to be a porn director. I got like sticky notes all over the wall. Like fucking, all right, got to find the best cum shots. I got to get the best cinematography, you know, like everything, like the settings. I'm going to have the right curtains, uh, the right actors. It's going to be so good. Uh, and then I got so excited and I realized like, oh, fuck, the thing that stuck with me. And I want to put this out there because I'm uh, I'm just really, now I understand what I need to make this dream come true, and I, maybe you guys can help me. I'm looking for a really good DP. <laughs> Does anybody know what that means? <laughs> what do you guys think DP stands for? <laughs> Director of Photography and Double Penetration, Dick Pick, whatever you want, Donkey Punch, yeah, you guys get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about if you have to explain the joke? I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. That's a good joke. <laughs> I'll keep doing that. Thank you guys so much. Y'all keep it going for Crystal. Wait, hey, Crystal, Crystal, just remember. All right, so you've got the DJ, the spider, and the MacBook. Yeah. All right. All right, we're going to keep going. Our next comment coming up, we're going to say his name. Say it with me. It's Chuck. Butler, all right, Chuck Butler, come on down. Looking like a mountain man. Season four of Alone. Yeah, you were pretty close there, mountain man. Uh, what's up, y'all? My name's Chuck. Uh, I am from the South, actually, so mountain man wasn't. That was, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, and on, I mean, I've never been here before, uh, so I wrote some shit that's probably, you know good for like 10 year olds like this shit's kind of intimidating like I I should bail I should bail on what I was gonna say y'all uh yeah so I am from the south I do live in San Francisco so I'm changing uh, I uh you know I kind of am a bitch in, in the redneck world so somebody made a joke about hunting earlier and I started to clap and it just everyone every, everything got a little tense there uh, but anyway, so there's a, there's a, there, I'm sure you know there's a lot of differences from the South and from here. Uh, one thing is uh, park culture. Like a lot of parks here, people love to go to the parks. People always suggest go to the park and everything. It's cool. Uh, like we do have parks in the South, but it's like we get like 60 good days a year to go to the park, right? I mean, it's either hot, cold, rainy, whatever. Not a big deal. So, you know, I found myself in the park yesterday, and there's a couple different things that I noticed, a few things that stood out to me. One is ton of dogs, right? Good thing. Another thing is uh, what everyone's eating uh, burritos out there. Have y'all has, has have y'all noticed this for real? Like people are eating burritos in the park for real. Like everyone, I swear to God. Uh, and I just thought about it. I just noticed it. I'm a people watcher, um, and it makes sense that you know y'all have public bathrooms in all the parks out here because burritos, 
you know, we know what happens once you do that. It's going to come back to haunt you. Uh, uh, yeah, so, like, I see these girls uh, sitting there. They're having fun, three girls. All of them knock down these foot-long burritos, right? And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> okay. I sit back. I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. I'm watching the show. They knock down these big-ass burritos, little girls. Uh, they're having a good time. All of a sudden, you know, they start laughing. One of them starts laughing super hard. And she goes, oh, and I'm like, yeah, knew it was coming. You should have known better. You should have known better. Like, you know, eat the burrito and put inside like uh, an adult, okay? Uh, so that's one thing. Another thing is dogs are everywhere, okay? Now, I like dogs, so I'm not going to dog them. I know everyone does. I actually thought about making a bad jo dog joke, but I knew the audience would turn against me on that one. But it's, uh, I don't like the people with dogs because you wind up having these fucking same conversations with people with dogs, right? Same questions are asked, and it just gets old. I get tired of, like, answering the same questions with dogs. But So we're out there. My girl has a dog, uh, so we're out there playing around. And uh, my dog's running around, starts wrestling around with another dog, right? So here I am standing there, this lady with the other dog standing there, and we're just sitting there looking at these dogs wrestling around like idiots, right? And I'm just like... Henry, uh, English Bulldog. Soon as I said it, I'm like, fuck, I just opened the floodgates because I know here comes this conversation. Uh, so she goes in, she's asking me, did you adopt the dog? How old the dog is? And yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, I just, so now I figured out like, I gotta get the hell out of these conversations if I'm gonna get myself in them. So here she goes and I really don't give a shit about her dog or anyone else's dog. And so she starts talking about this dog. I said, she says, uh, yeah, I have a yellow, this is a yellow lab. And I cut her off right there. I said, oh yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I've seen a lot of yellow labs actually, um, uh, get run over by 18 wheelers. And I'm going to tell you what, they are tough. I mean, it's, it's like three full seconds of tires. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, Bo, where are you from? Tennessee, what part? Nashville. Nashville, Memphis, right here. Okay, Born and raised. Hell yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah. got the good food. We try to act like we do. I know, I know. Let me tell you, look, for y'all that don't understand, it's a very, very deep difference from the South and out here. Yeah. One of the main differences I'll tell you is y'all do racism wrong. Okay? <laughs> in the South, if I go in a bar and they don't want to serve me, I know to leave. Here, if I go to a bar and they don't want to serve me, I turn to one of my white friends and I get a white slave for the night. <laughs> Figure your shit out. All right, moving on. All right, I'm looking for him. I think he's, he's looking down at his book. That's right. The Sock Nair, you're coming up next. Hey guys. Do you guys ever like cross the street because you see a hot girl walking towards you and you just can't deal? Yeah, uh, I haven't dated a lot of hot girls in my life because I don't think we get along. Uh, yeah, my brother's uh, been with the same girl for 15 years. Um, he dated her for like 12 years and then they got married like four years ago, three years ago. Um, and like he keeps telling me, Vishak, you're gonna meet the one, you're gonna meet the girl, you know, Everyone deserves a love story and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but I also want to have sex, dude. Um, I need to work on the voice modulation a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, in India, like, you, you, you probably, you're probably going to end up in an arranged marriage. 
and like he was in love with her or something so like he's used up that card too which kind of sucks um yeah um my friend recently came out um yeah he's been eating a lot of dick so it makes sense um but <laughs> the one thing that doesn't make sense is uh he had a bunch of girlfriends too and like he ate all of them out too um yeah he came out as a cannibal so that's the part that i missed out on <laughs> uh and like i should have taken the hint cuz like we went to a baby shower once and he saw the baby and he's like i could just eat you up dude um and like i he was always busy cuz like i always wanted to hang out with him on friday nights uh but he would always have a friend over for dinner so he ne- he, ne- he never had time for me which is kind of sad um now I, i would never be friends with a cannibal that was fiction uh my parents told me to only be friends with hindu indian boys which is what i did uh <laughs> um oh yeah do you guys ever fuck shit up at work like and then you wait for the last possible moment to admit that you made a mistake um that's what my dad does when he makes a mistake at home um like once he left the milk out and i was like dad why did you do that and he's like pasteurization i'm like what dude i was 7 so i don't know what the word meant so <laughs> um yeah, i'm just trying to get through some jokes guys so bear with me oh have you guys seen infinity war you haven't fuck okay i'm going to skip that one cuz i don't want to spoil it for you it's a good movie um okay oh yeah uh <laughs> the other day i figured it was the right time to let my mom know that i jack off um cuz uh, she was starting to get worried cuz like whenever i'm back home like every day after lunch like 3 pm indians eat lunch at like 2 pm americans are weird but like and then i would just spend like 30 minutes in the bathroom because i had a stomach ache and she was starting to get worried cuz like the shark's stomach is not doing too well but i didn't want to like shock her so i i also wanted i decided to tell her that i drink too at the same time so i got really drunk one night and i called her up and i'm like mom i made a mistake i got smashed i took a piss I took a nap, I cried, and I masturbated. She's like, "What?" I masturbated. Okay. Um I have some more jokes for you guys. Um yeah, lots of comedians come up and talk about sex. Uh I messed up the ordering with this joke. This should have been at the beginning, but <laughs> lots of comedians come up and talk about sex and I'm like, "Must be nice." Uh, my my friends like uh keep uh keep like bitching about me cuz like, I keep bitching about not having sex and they're like being a virgin is a first world problem but i for one know kids in india who have had sex yeah thanks for listening to me guys have a good night <laughs>
some are faster, some are slower, so you enjoy your life. I'm like, usually I, I use this quote when I'm talking to my, to my sperms. It's like, hey, you binge that the moment you're born, you know. Some are faster, some are slower, so you enjoy your life on that Playboy magazine. <laughs> That's normally how I say it, but I mean, it's, it's weird, like, if you, if you really think, think about it, because, like, it, it asks you to enjoy your life, but also it tells you that you're going to die. It's, like, weird, right? It's like, you know, um, when your, your mom tells you, hey, you don't need to get a perfect score on your math exam. Don't worry about it, but I'll just beat the shit out of you, you know, if you don't get that, you know, with your favorite, you know, the ping pong paddles. And, <laughs> but don't get stressed, you know, it's fine, totally fine. By the way, I just buy some, I'll just buy some new ping pong paddles just in case, you know. All the older ones are broken already. <laughs> um, I mean, I, it's like talking to, to your cows, it's like, hey, like, you know, I'm gonna kill you for dinner, you know, maybe tomorrow, maybe in 10 years, right? So you eat well. I'm like, this is crazy, right? I'm, I have a friend who had just, I had a friend who just had a new baby. I can't just go to baby and say, hey baby, you're gonna die. Probably pretty soon. So you eat well. I mean, it's just crazy, right? I mean, I, I'm just imagining like the baby's like, you know, smoking cigars like, fuck you, I'm not gonna die. And I'm like, why do you say that? And uh, the baby's like, cause I'm Asian, I'm, I live longer. <laughs> And I have white parents, so that's something's covered as well. Um, but like, it's kind of weird. Like, I do think that whoever who, like wrote this this quote is not from, is not Asian, because like we just live longer, you know. It just doesn't work. There's no like faster and slower. Just we just live longer. Um, yeah, I mean, I was like imagining if I say this quote to my. Uh, use this quote to my uh, to my friend who just lost, you know, her parents, like to inspire her, right? You know, I'm like, hey, Veronica, you know, I know I'm sorry about your loss, but don't don't be sad because uh, they your parents like begin to die the moment you were they were born, you know, you know, so you you should just like enjoy your life, you know, I'm willing to have sex with you just to, to make you feel better, you know? Um, so just in case you don't know, I'm actually, my name is Ron, right? I'm actually a pretty big deal. Because <laughs> I have a Starbucks Gold membership. Like, um, but I, the, the thing bothers me that like literally, they always still spell my name Ron. So look at couple like W R N G. So I went up to them. Hey, this is wrong. My name is wrong. And she's like, Hey, this is wrong. You're you're wrong, right? I'm like, No. And so so she's like, I'm gonna change it for you. So she get back to me and says, Stephanie. <laughs> I thank you all. Y'all keep it going for wrong. All right, we're gonna move right along. And my next comic for you. His name is Kevin Wong. Thank you. My, my name is actually wrong. I'm just kidding. 
No, true story. I've been at my company now for 19 years. 19 years, and there was finally another Wong. So I get messages from for him. So I have to message back, you got the Wong Wong. Yep, 19 years later, that's all it takes. You're like the, uh, the. How, can I ask how long you've been doing this, Wrong. For a while? For what, comedy? Yeah. Um, a year. A year. Can we give it up for that? A year <laughs> in, right? This is what you look like nine years later. This is exactly, you're doing the same shit. I met you, Chuck. I, what, do you live here now, Chuck? Yeah. yeah. Where do you live? Uh, sunset. Sunset? Oh, you're in the city. Yeah. Can I ask how many roommates? Less. Th can I guess less than two? No. Three? Yeah, four roommates. All right, that's how I know you're not rich. <laughs> Do you know what you call eating dinner with your roommates? Parents, they're called parents. Nobody does that around here. It's, uh, it's Pride Week, right? Pride's coming up. Isn't that a little redundant in the city, you don't think? All right, no, throw that one away. What else is going on? I, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Keanu Reeves was out promoting his movie, John Wick 3, do you guys see this? He was out promoting it, and he admitted that he was lonely. He admitted he was lonely. I don't think he knows what loneliness is. Like, he has, there's girls on your phone. He doesn't even know that. There's girls on your phone. He's never been on Tinder. Never got that message that says, there's no more matches in your area. You know what I mean? He's never gotten that. Never eaten a meal in his car. It's a little sad. Is it Vivek? Vishak, why did I, I'm sorry, Vishak. I, I love how you just went, I'm gonna double down. You know, I'm gonna tell my mom I masturbate and I drink and I'm gonna go, fuck you. You know, I'm moving out. I am moving out. Wait, can I ask how long ago did you do this? Uh, two months ago. Two months ago. How, how did she take it? Oh, that's, it's all like, you just kind of did it like, I'm moving out too, bye bitch. That's <laughs> How'd she take it? There's not a word for masturbation in my Oh, <laughs> so you just kind of did like the hand gesture or, okay. You're like, and yeah, and I, uh, I washed my window. That's all I did. She's like, what? You wash your window? You should wash my window. You're like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to wash each other's windows. You're my mom. So <laughs> I, uh, did you guys, oh, so there's this show called, uh, do you remember you used to, there's a show out on TLC called uh, John and Kate Plus Eight. You guys remember this? So there was John and Kate Plus Eight. Then John was like, peace out. And he left. And it was just Kate Plus Eight. Now they have a new show called Kate Plus Date. So it's like less, like fewer and fewer loved ones are on the show now. That's, have you, you have no idea what I'm talking about? So John and Kate, like they had eight kids. They had eight kids uh, and uh, John's like, all right, I'm, I'm tired of this bullshit. So he left, then Kate had to like find love again. So now it's Kate Plus Date, so that's the deal. But you don't remember, she had like the, the haircut that you kind of knew that she was gonna be a pill. You knew that because she had the, Business in the front, and can I see your manager in the back? You know, she had that rooster haircut. So uh, I did, uh, anybody get anything for the 4th of July? No? I I was thinking about this because I saw this, like, this container. Like, they're building the whole firework thing again. Like, they have, like, they could buy illegal fireworks. I'm like, it, I think this is a trick. This has got to be a trick. It's kind of like the massage parlor thing. Like, we know it's illegal, but we can't really, I don't know. I got nothing there. That was dumb. Um, I stopped using Grubhub. I stopped using Grubhub because I don't want to. I don't want you guys to know where I live. I just. <laughs> all right, that's all I got for tonight. I want to say thank you guys so much. Let's keep the show going. Can't wait for the movie.
Thank you guys. Keep it going for Kevin Wong. All right. Now, I was going to make a couple jokes here, but then I noticed our next comic has the most fantastic fucking shoes. Guys, take a look at these. They're beautiful. They match her top. Like, that is put together. So keep it going for Angelina M. Yeah, guys, my shoe game is definitely on point. I have, like, 100 pairs. Happy Friday, y'all. Um, thank God it's the weekend. So let's do this. Um, I suck at this. I do this for fun. So I, I'm very proud of every single one of you guys. Um, I wish Crystal was here because uh, she would think this is really funny. I was masturbating last night. Um, 26, I have hormones. So I think that's pretty normal. And I live with roommates. And this morning when I was making coffee, my roommate's dog brought my vibrator downstairs. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Uh, yeah, and it actually was vibrating on the stairs. And the dog's name is Lola. And she had it like in her mouth looking at me like, bitch, I know exactly what you did last night. So that happened. Um, I am 26 years old, and I sell people for a living. That's what I do. That is a career choice in Mother Russia. I don't know if you guys get that. Yeah, thanks. Um, okay, so in the middle of dating right now, I think everybody does, and instead of, like, do you guys ever have, like, funny dating stories? No? Yeah, I mean, we all have, like, some of those weird ones. Yeah, that's what my dating life looks like. Instead of um, happy endings, I get funny endings. So here, um, here's a little story for you guys. Have you guys ever had an experience with a burning penis? No, I have. Okay, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> I had a crush on this guy. He's a gym guy. I work out. He works out. Um, and... <laughs> And for six months, he was like kind of my gym crush. It was very interesting. I'd watch him over there like ramble, like <laughs> huffing and puffing. And I know what he makes, what his sex noises are because I'm observant at the gym. And then we end up getting to the point of him coming over to my place. And he's a little bit younger than me. So definitely a, a little bit of a rookie. We go into it. We're making out. And he bends me over. And it's time for us to have sex. And from a girl's perspective, I wish Crystal was here because she would understand this, but from a girl's perspective, we kind of uh, play you guys up a little bit in our brains, like the way that we have it in porn, but then we put a little bit more emphasis on you guys and we give you guys more benefit of the doubt than the reality is. And he throws me on the bed, bends me over, and starts fucking me. And this is what it literally, like, I can time it. It goes boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, what's wrong? He turns around, he's like, nothing, nothing. The condom came off. So he goes to the bathroom, and he decides to change the, the condom, right? I'm like, thank God he brought another one. So then we go back into it, and I have to get him all excited. And we go back into it. Same thing, bends me over, and he goes, bum, 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 bum. And in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this fucker doesn't know what he's doing. And I turn around, and I'm like, what's wrong? And he goes, so I bought these icy hot condoms, and my dick's on fire. 
<laughs> I don't know about you guys, but anything icy hot or cold or warm on my genitals is not a good idea. I don't know what made him go and get those condoms, but here's where it gets really funny. He goes into my bathroom and he's washing his dick off in my bathroom and my bathroom's door is open. He comes back and he asks me for lotion. So I have to go through my drawer, go get the, bo- the bottle of lotion and I squirt it in his hand because I was the only squirting going on. And he puts it and he starts rubbing his dick in front of me because his dick's on fire. <laughs> so there you go. That's my dating story because I know my time is about to be over. Thanks, guys. Give it up for Angelina M. Let me tell you, the only time my dick is supposed to be on fire is friction. All right. We're going to keep going. We only got a few more people. By a few, I mean one. Then you're stuck with me. <laughs> All right. So our next comment's name is Starler Burns. Looking like a character from The Simpsons or The Young Man. Keep going. Thank you. I hope that man's dick was okay. So I was watching Shark Tank last night after accidentally drinking a bottle of NyQuil, and it really got me thinking. All that money that they're throwing around on that show uh, should actually belong to me. So I'm going to share a few billion-dollar ideas with y'all, and you're going to sit there and take it. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to be so impressed that you'll empty out your wallet unless you want your skulls bashed in. Okay, so picture this. And, like, actually picture it. Close your eyes if you need to. A windowsill fan to blow away all those damn cats trying to steal your cooling pies. These cats are a goddamn menace, people. I haven't eaten an appropriately temperatured pie in months. Well, if you love that idea, you're still going to want to fuck this next one behind its back. So get this. A registry for people who are not sex offenders. It's like, no lie, I'm a little bit shy. I would love a court-mandated reason to meet my neighbors. Just walk up to their door like, hi, my name is Starler Burns, and I'm not a sex offender. I noticed there's a park across the street, and that's fine. We could go on a picnic. The whole world is our oyster because we haven't committed sex crimes. Okay, well, those first two ideas weren't singing for you. This one's it. Here's the singer. This is the one that's going to make a lot of money. Finally. Dogs for women. I even got to go further on that? It's a totally untapped market. Come talk to me after the show. I'll be coming around with a sack you can throw your seed capital in. Oh, okay, let's work on something else. That sound good? Y'all know, what, y'all know what furries are, right? Actually, buzz off if you don't. This is San Francisco in 2019. Kind of deviant weirdo doesn't know what a furry is. So I was talking to a friend of mine who's a fur... Uh, I don't know if I should call him a friend. I'm not sure I'm cool enough to run with his wolf pack. Anyway, he told me that there are people whose furry personas, or if you're in the game, personas whose personas are insects, bugs, which I found incredibly interesting because if furries were real and we were all animal people, 
Like I was a possum and you were a rabbit and there were also insect people, I would be racist to the insect people. <laughs> like, come on, they're bugs. Gross! And you know, I might try to hide it, at least when I'm out in public, like, oh, I don't see species. One of, one of my dearest friends is a cricket, but you know, in the privacy of my own home, it would straight up be, no daughter of mine is gonna marry a goddamn cricket. You're dead to me, Princess Lillian Foxfire. It would be a whole thing, very exhausting, to mail the government letter bombs and shit. Okay, well, I have only like 45 seconds, so I think I'm gonna use this time to work on a few one-liners. That sound good? Yeah. All right, let's see what we got written here. So, my mama didn't teach me much, but she sure as sugar taught me to treat every man as a potential rapist. You know, that's all that's written here. Guess that's the only one-liner. That's true, though, about the potential rapist thing. That's a lesson I passed down to my dog. Okay, with that, I'm out of time. So thank you for sticking around, Mutiny. Let's watch that movie. Thank you. Thank you, Scarlet Burns. That was incredible. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Can I get in there? <laughs> I'll think about it. All right. So before we move on, what I want to do is pass this round one more time, because I will remind you, comedy isn't free. So please, donate. Come from the bottom of your hearts. And if you do not have any money, if you are broke, if you are cheap, I understand. All I really need you to do is take a look at all this lovely art. It's beautiful. This right here is a rabbit being raped by a unicorn. It's a symbol of our current democratic system. So what I want you to do is take a photo of one of these things. Hashtag it on Instagram. Make sure you put that mutiny radio SF. Thank you. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a little bit of time to kill before we start the movie. It's my time. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about Batman. Because I'm a huge Batman fan. That's right. That's fucking right. But uh, I have some issues with the way the movies go. First issue I want to talk about, Bane. Bane in the current movies is the most racist shit I've ever seen. I don't know if you know this, but Bane is from a little island called Santa Prisca. Does that sound like a white guy? One, Bane's best friend is the teddy bear that he had when he was a child in the bottom of the pits named El Oso. Does that sound like Tom Hardy. One last time, I'm gonna remind you, Bane wears a luchador mask. If you enjoyed The Dark Knight Rises, thank you very much. You are a part of whitewashing. That's right, it's all in there. Keeping going with the Batman theme, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how they're making these movies. I mean, there are so many movies about white superheroes and nobody's thinking about the other superheroes that exist. I mean, for God's sakes, DC had a gay superhero in the 80s that fought crime with AIDS. No one's heard about that guy. You know, there's a single mother superhero who fights crime while pregnant. She is a black teen mom whose superpower is, I can talk as much shit as I want, and the more you try to hit me, the stronger my shield is. The fuck? 
I want that on the CW. I mean, I watched that shit, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you watch a show about Black Superman? Now, Black Superman is actually an alien who landed during slavery, <laughs> and his ship reconfigured his DNA into the first thing that found him, and it was a slave woman. So this motherfucker has been black in America since slavery, posing as his own son. Can you imagine having to flee Tulsa, Oklahoma to go to fucking the Watts riots and be like, shit, it's happening again! This motherfucker and the teen mom fight crime together. They have one of my favorite fucking stories. So check this out. The teen mom is with her boyfriend. She doesn't know she's pregnant yet. They're off having a good time, and this boyfriend looks at her and goes, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we go to the suburbs and rob this big-ass house? And she's like, I mean, this is a bad idea. And their homeboy's like, fuck it, we doing it. And they drive to the suburbs, and they get to the house, and they don't know whose house it is. They break in. They start stealing shit. And then suddenly, this big fucking Idris Elba nigga comes down the stairs. And they're like, oh, Jesus. And then homeboy puts out the gun, shoots him. He drops. Everybody's down. And then suddenly, he floats down. And he's just like, y'all tell no one. The, the black dudes are like, oh, God, oh, God. That sister looks at him and goes, motherfucker, and shows up at his job the next day and like, how dare you have superpowers and you ain't help black people? Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. And then they start fighting crime. All right. Y'all ready for a movie? I need a little more clapping for the movie. Ah, Y'all ready for a movie? What's on the agenda tonight? What's that movie, Pam? Oh, um... <clears throat> It's called waiting for the punchline. It doesn't. We're gonna we're gonna clear out and set up, and it starts at eight. But uh, yeah, this has been. Uh, I gotta turn that. Repeat that. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much, Jared Holly. Yeah. All right, thank you.
remember.